Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. <laughs> Dad's like, I once doubted my faith too, but I, you know, straighten the fuck up, man. Stop it with the thinking. I, I, I also doubted my faith, and then I realized that that is... That is an inside thing, so I could just pretend I wasn't, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to also pretend. I'm one of the millions and millions of apostate atheists that are around. Yes, right, yes. We are real. <laughs> God awful movies. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we can take it. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know who's equally good at throwing footballs and making movies? Uh, not Tim Tebow. He is terrible at throwing a football, but just egregiously bad at making a movie. Yeah, I so. don't know if it's equally bad. Uh, wow. Wow. Tim Tebow in the cinema business. We're all fucking doomed. It's like we weren't doomed already and then that <laughs> happened. We got to see the inside of Tim Tebow's stupid brain in this, right? Because like you watching this movie, you understand why Tim Tebow liked this movie mm -hmm. and you're stupider and worse as a person for it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. No, he's just barely professional at both. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that voice you just heard, by the way, that's coming from 900 miles to my northeast, and it is from my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Uh, I'm fantastic, Noah. I didn't realize this. I have written 8,000 movies. Did you know that? <laughs> We've written 8,000 movies. It's, you just, any series of events in your life is a movie. And I really, or in an imaginary life, yep. even if it's stupid. And <laughs> cut. Wrap it. Movie. We yep. got it. There we did. There's one. All right. Sequel? What we're about to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And wrap it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've already heavily hinted at it, but uh, why don't you go ahead and make it official, Heath? What will we be breaking down today? All right. We watched Run the Race in theaters. <laughs> it's the story of Tim Tebow and his brother in high school and all the fascinating uh running they did <laughs> they they ran yep and uh most of the story is about these two main characters fighting over who gets to be the protagonist but <laughs> neither of them wants to do it it's the reverse <laughs> fight of what you thought i meant yeah. it's a fight between tim tebow and his brother to please let me be a side character at most <laughs> It totally is. The plot of this movie is the same as Mario, like to get from left to right, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love Friday Night Lights, but wish it wasn't so caught up in the sports and the and the plot, 
and the romances and the character. You <laughs> will love this movie. It's you want to know how I know you're gay? The movie. Oh, the movie. God. Varsity Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with best worst plot pivot. Um, they start with a movie about football, like we were all expecting. But apparently the director got super excited about the action-packed world of track and field. Yeah. So it's basically Tim Tebow's career, except instead of baseball, um, he's a minor league baseball player yeah. now, by the way, after <laughs> failing at pro football. So instead of switching to baseball, the movie found something even more boring to carry the ending. Literally just running. <laughs> yeah. They pivot to running. This movie is like Tim Tebow was like, all right, tell you what, take these actors. You make me four pitches for four different movies. And everyone came in and the guy was like, it's about a guy who's not Christian enough for his girlfriend. It's about a track star who's got a brain tumor. It's about a football star who hurts his knee. And he was like, great, put them all together. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, so I was going to go with Best Worst Vanishing Americana. So this is a theme in a lot of movies now, especially in Christian movies, but in mainstream movies as well, to show sort of like the shitty town, the dying town in America as sort of a stand-in for lives that can't get any better, people who are stuck in a shitty... And when it's done well, you see a movie like Hell or High Water or whatever, when you're like, wow, that was a really artistic shot, the way that rusted out train on a track that doesn't go anywhere represented their hopes, you know, or whatever. But the director for this movie, first of all, he wasn't aided by the fact that the lighting director just figured more is better, right? So everything is just <laughs> bathed in fucking light in this movie. But also, like, he didn't have any artistic selection. He just figured, oh, no, I get it. You just point the camera at something what looks shitty and put actors in front of it. <laughs> I got a half full kiddie pool. It's got some branches and a dog <laughs> yeah, sitting in it. Every Oh, it's per I got a rusted out running shoe. Uh, can we use that? I have a closed old country buffet yes. that has a fire yes. in one window. <laughs> Just Norman Rockwell going through a depressive episode, <laughs> narrating this goddamn movie's interstitial shots. When Norman Rockwell stopped giving a fuck, exactly. The All right, how about it's four kids that's sitting around eating breakfast cereal around a fire. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So I was in the Sunday Times. <laughs> like Norman Rockwell wanted to quit his own painting. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I'm going to go with best worst bad dad. Let me explain. Let me explain. We've seen a lot of bad dads. Oh, yeah. and some of them are, are actually bad dads. But this bad dad is like a lazy, half-hearted bad dad. Yes. So we'll get to it. He abandoned his children when his wife died. So his wife died of cancer, and he was just like, kids? Nah, not for me, and just wandered off <laughs> into the distance. And this movie is his journey to be like, we good? Like, that is, yeah. it. That is his whole <laughs> arc. He's, he's like a deadbeat dad for deadbeat dads, right? He's deadbeating deadbeat dad. You ever addict to someone and you don't want to go through the kerfuffle of an apology? So you just come back and you're like, oh, what's going on, man? Which I did. I did shit on your front porch, but uh, we're fine, right? 
<laughs> it's that the fatherhood. Right. No. And that's the resolution <laughs> of the. Yeah. Wow. All the resolutions I mean, in the film are like that, by the way. Don't spoil it. But yeah, it's similar, maybe. <laughs> <to> what you <laughs> said. All right. Well, obviously, we're all pretty stoked about this one. So we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the abject failures that are run the race. You know, watching a film like run the race brings up a lot of questions. Why didn't I stay in college? Why is it no longer possible to buy a small popcorn? And of course, is this really what counts as a movie? So with that in mind. This summer. Hey, Heath, you ready? Uh, yeah, just uh, just one second. Just one second. <clears throat> Two men will be called. Guys. Sorry, Guys. Heath's doing, doing a sip thing. I guess. I'm not doing a sip thing. I was having a sip of coffee. I'm ready now. I'm ready. Okay, ready is sitting down in the room where I am. I Okay. And two men will answer. Okay. 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 I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. Just, just let me. Seriously. I had one more sip. There was one more in the thing. From the makers of Run the Race comes Pod the Cast. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Don't take a sip. I hate you. You took a sip. Fuck your face. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. And before we even get to the movie, I feel like we should acknowledge that the first three pages of the notes consist of Eli and Heath's pre-show musings. Thank you. Yeah. Noah. Um, that's that's the majority of my notes. I, I'd like to just let's just play it like that's all my notes. Can we just talk about not this movie and just do well, the, the previews? We came real close to talking about not this movie. I'll, I'll after you guys go through, I'll, I'll explain my pre-show musings. But but yeah, by all means. So my theater consisted of a, a homeless gentleman who was hum singing to himself through that's most fun. of the just sort of like a um. Through most of the movie and my favorite, the other two guys in the theater were two 40 something gentlemen who very clearly came into the theater to have gay sex, saw my fat ass sitting there with my popcorn and my Skittles, <laughs> my Twizzler and my giant Slurpee and my coat spread out across four seats. And we're just like, yep, we're also here to watch run the race and not <laughs> suck each other's dicks because we're married to women. <laughs> Can't, can't wait. Shall we? S yep. These are our seats. Mm, movies. Love them. <laughs> Num numbers. I feel so bad for him because God knows gay sex to a Tim Tebow produced movie would be like the most <laughs> ironic, amazing thing in the world. Right. The very fact that space time doesn't rip open is proof there's no God if they do that. Right. Oh, that should be in the Guggenheim. Just two gay guys <laughs> fucking with a screen of Tim Tebow and David A.R. White movies going behind. <laughs> we could make that happen, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to the MoMA lately. Most of it is worse than that. All right. Well, we've got the video and we've got the guys. We just got to get in. Right? <laughs> make this happen. I knew I should have left him a business card. <laughs> For a different reason. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you like to fuck two Christian movies. Here's my card. Um, okay, so and, and so Heath, where did where did you watch this one? How was your theatrical experience? I watched the... the oh, ugh. I watched this movie in goddamn Kentucky. I had to cross state lines. I, uh, I had to go to Kentucky 
And in my theater, there was me and one Christian couple on a date. And they were all the way Christian. Like, like if either one was there alone, they would have been breaking the Pence rule and they would have like ran away terrified. (laughs) They're the worst. A lot of my notes are just what they were doing and how they were reacting to things. All right. So I saw this theater in a packed house. Uh, I also had to cross state lines. <laughs> Wait, so, really? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, so this movie You is, saw this in Florida, Home Field Advantage? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I went exciting. to North Florida to see this. Okay, so there was a theater that was playing this uh, like an hour and a half from me, right? But also an hour and a half from me, there was a church playing it, right? So for some of these Christian movies, sometimes they'll like release some of them to the churches and then you pay like... You know, they, they, a suggested donation. So I went and I paid the suggested donation and everything. Um, but I was not able to catch the beginning of the movie for a multitude of reasons. Most of them being that the church's website that said that brother so-and-so was going to get a, give an invocation before the movie. So I wasn't, I was like kind of trying not to show up on time. Part of it also was that it didn't occur to me that like, even on movie night, you're supposed to dress like it's a church. <laughs> and part of it was that I was a long-haired 40-something-year-old guy coming to what turned out to be basically youth night at the church. The bat! Oh, oh my gosh! Did you dress like Jesus? I thought for the longest time that they could smell the atheism on me, but when they finally let me in, which is a good 20 minutes into the goddamn movie, I sat down in the, in the fucking room and I thought, oh my God, they're afraid I'm going to fuck somebody. That's what this is. Right. I forgave them so much when I realized that it was just me, a bunch of 15 year old girls and a youth pastor that looked like I was cutting in on his pussy. Right. (laughs) That's the best. Because imagine it from your perspective. Your perspective is like, oh, great, because I look like an ant. I'm not allowed to go in and see this movie. And then you open the doors and it's just like, I tell the witch doctor. Oh, okay. We were we were going around and saying our favorite Harry Potter book. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Except you're 30, so they'd be doing something half that age. But <laughs> no, his favorite is my immortal. So yep. yeah, <laughs> call forward. Oh, I also learned during the pre-credits to this movie that Marina Menudos has a podcast. Maria, you are welcome on this show anytime. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Uh, I also got a few great previews. I think we're going to have to do at least some of these, right? We got Breakthrough, obviously. I think we're going to do that for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Breakthrough with the Topher Grace is in that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah. Um, There was a movie with Overcomer. (laughs) Yeah. There's also apparently a movie called Biggest Little Farm. That's like, it's basically Faith Like Potatoes for 2019. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty excited about it. It's in California instead of South Africa. But it's, they're going to pray away the wildfire. That's what's going to happen in this movie. Nice. Yeah. So that's exciting. We get to just watch them burn to death in a fire while they're praying. (laughs) I'm assuming. Anyway. uh, But my favorite part of my uh, pre-movie experience was the wildly sexual popcorn and soda commercial. Did you guys have the same one? Oh no! What's this? You didn't, oh, it, it's it's insane. There's a a guy behind the counter, just like 
just dripping cum all over the popcorn and soda he's handing to this girl. And she's there with her date, who's not as attractive as the crazy, crazy model attractive guy behind the counter at the movie theater. And um, the Christian couple I was with found that very inappropriate. They didn't like that. They, made they were they tisked loudly. They tisked very loud. Yeah. Needless to say, there were no sexualized popcorn ads in my viewing of this film. <laughs> but uh, yeah, or, or beginning of the movie, honestly, I'm kind of at you guys' mercy. My notes for the first like four scenes are they're really not going to let me into this church. <laughs> I'm just going to have to show up going like, so no, seriously, though, how bad was the movie? <laughs> Wait, so you really missed like several. You missed. I, I, yeah, no, I missed the first 15 minutes while I was trying to talk the guy in the door into letting me in. Oh, me too. <laughs> okay, here we go. Eli, this is your chance. Okay, this, is, this is your hardcore history. Okay. Quote. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, right? Good. How do they do it? Oh, right. I got it. It's just like a diatribe. This movie. Ha, don't say a slur. Don't say a slur. Kikes. I'm sorry. All right. So how did this movie start, though? Like I, I like I said, I got in there. I, I'm honestly probably 15, 20 minutes late. So you guys are on your own here. Uh, that's a great question, Noah, because the answer is with Confederate imagery. If, if your guest yeah. has zero seconds before Confederate imagery, there's a sign that says the rebels. And you're like, oh, I wonder. And then there's a giant Confederate flag being waved no. around by a teenage girl. Oh, God. Yep. That literally happens. And the other part of the opening is uh, it's a cold open on. A uh, guy silently vomiting into a garbage can. That's the first thing that happens. Yeah. It's like weirdly controlled. He's just like, kind of like, like efficient about it. He was just like, okay. All right. All right. So I didn't now. see the beginning of this movie, but I did live it. Good. Yeah. Um. So they, then the football team, Heath, you're a sports person. Then the football team does a, does a musical number with the <laughs> yeah. coach. Yeah, like Pirates um, of Penzance? Yep, yep, uh, pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. They do the like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, and they're all in a circle, and like the captain is supposed to get in the middle and do a whole thing. And I was sure the kid that we were watching silently vomit a moment ago, he's the the captain, or the, he's the big running back on the team, which is, first of all, a giant lie. This kid is playing zero high school football, let alone oh, college yeah, football. Oh, yeah, he weighs, he's, he like, he weighs less than me, yeah. He he looks like the Abercrombie shirtless B team, so like, <laughs> at best. But I, oh, I was dying for him to get into the middle of the circle and start freestyle rapping, but it <laughs> sadly See, doesn't happen. I just wrote in my notes, Nathan Phillips walks in the middle of them, starts playing a drum. <laughs> oh, everyone, come on, be cool. Everyone looks sad, looks sad. Gonna get us in trouble. And then we get some football, I'm assuming. Yep, they football a little bit. They, yeah. We get, a, we get a quick flash of me and Heath's people, the marching band. Just the nerds got a half a second in this movie. Blah! Me and Heath just stood up, started giving standing ovations, got angry glares in our separate theaters. Yeah, and the football we're seeing, its somebody just knows football from playing Madden at the oh, very God. most. So it's just like, spin move, hurdle, spin move, hurdle, spin move. It's so dumb. <laughs> they just run the same play over and over. Oh, sweep right. Got it. They had, That's all they knew. Yeah. 
They'll never suspect we'll sweep right six times in a row. <laughs> but they won't. That's actually true. But they don't do that. No, yeah, no, you're don't. right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then after the game, he goes up to the coach and he's like, coach, was the Florida scout here? And, and coaches, the coaches through line in this movie is stop thinking about whether or not you're going to get into college and take us to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Just win at the game. Come on. Don't don't be a dick. Yeah. We also learned he scored uh, five touchdowns in one game. Better oh, than Al shit. Bundy. Al Bundy yeah. can suck a dick. <laughs> yep. They don't show us those five touchdowns during the football sequence, though. They just tell us. Yeah. Five, God, they give me a... That's stupid. That's they just so stupid. That's like Eli was writing like what the football player did that was amazing, right? <laughs> How many five footballs? touchdowns. 97. Less? Zero. <laughs> More? <laughs> Uh, and then, then we cut to their gross poor house full of gross poor things. And Zach, who is the the football star brother, uh, what's the other brother's name? Brain Dave. tumor one. Dave. We Davey. don't learn Zach and Dave until Act Three. So you know, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So Zach wakes up and someone is shining lights in the window. Ooh. Yep. And it is. You guessed it, deadbeat, alcoholic dad. Like every goddamn football movie. Can right. we get one football movie without this? Just like one with like a super positive dad and a wasted mom. Like that would be fun. <laughs> like I would watch that. A gender swap football movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Just like I don't want your life. Well, you know what I do? You're, you're a pretty good dad. <laughs> I would love your life. <laughs> I'm going to quit football and start an emo band. <laughs> Bounces the basketball off his face. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Thought you were doing like a power move thing. No, I wouldn't do that. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> Thanks for all your support. Yeah. No. And for so, telling me to quit football. So, okay. So, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys got to fill me in here. So, deadbeat dad showed up shining a light through their windows. That's how we meet this character. Yep. Yeah, and then Zach scares him away like a coyote with a baseball bat. He's, he's like, get, get on, get, get. Like, I, I expected the next scene to be dad, like, eating out of the trash. And he <laughs> Zach sees him out of the window. And he's like, come on. Ah, we got to get one of those lid locks. This bullshit. He shoes him away with a broom and closes the, the, the recycling can. No, don't touch. No, no. Yeah. So, yeah, dad was just there to, like, break into the house and try to be dad again. He's, you know, he left him. We're going to learn in a minute. He left him uh, after mom died. So we get, we get a dead mom too, which is Yeah, exciting. from cancer. Right away. From literally, fucking yep, cancer. We literally get a cancer mom. So yeah. there you go. Bingo. Um, <laughs> and then we get, <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. We get Zach after dad leaves. He goes back inside and he angrily in the dark watches... <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. And it's just supposed to be this brooding moment like, <laughs> but, but he's got a bottle of Tabasco on the table. Not whiskey, not a beer, Tabasco sauce, and that's it. Just like, I was watching Beverly Hillbillies and drinking Tabasco in the dark. This is a dark moment. It's crazy. Him drinking Tabasco right out of the bottle. Just want to stand there and watch you burn. <laughs> <laughs> that is harder than I would have guessed. 
All right, so I'm kind of guessing on the timing here, but I feel like right about now was the point where they're like, okay, so what's the name of the show you review movies on? So that added <laughs> a whole new complication. So I still didn't get in yet. <laughs> ah, I see. That was a problem. Well, don't worry. You missed the church scene so we can see Dave going to church while Zach stays home to sleep. Yep. Classic. And uh, we get to meet the pastor here who is also an African-American gentleman, like the He's coach. Mario Van Peebles. Oh, really? Yeah. And there is 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 this woman called their nanny? What do they eventually oh, call Oh, I was this confused woman? by this. I thought her name was Annie, and she might also be their nanny. So, yeah, not not clear. It might well, be Annie's was, and Annie. I think she's Annie in Unforgiven, right? Or no, Alice. And Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's that. She gets the main prostitute from Unforgiven. Um, and oh. she is nanny. And yes, in in a in the southern world, nanny is either your grandmother or an old woman that you've known since you were a kid. And like it's a it's a personal it's like a godmother relationship. Okay, uh, it's the second thing. I thought yeah. she was mom at first, but yeah, we find out mom's dead, and this is the the older woman who takes care of them. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My yeah. only note about her is she looks like she's going to tell you the story of Darth Plagueis the wife. <laughs> <laughs> but we get the classic pastor coming up to Devin and saying, hey, how come your brother's not in our cult? And he's like, oh, I'm working on it. And then see Davey. End of that scene. And then there's a, a montage of sweaty young men. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's I'm pretty sure a training montage for becoming gay. Oh. Like that's what's happening, right? It worked. Damn it, I missed this. I mean, there's no other way to explain this. Like, it was over the top. Like, Tom Cruise walks by with a volleyball inside of his ass and is like, guys, tone it down. Like, that. <laughs> Come on. Bruce. <laughs> and then uh, you were able to see the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, this is what I was able to sit down. I Like, literally the first note in, or the first thing I wrote in my notes is, oh, they think I'm going to fuck somebody while I'm here. So... <laughs> This is when Noah finally was like, God, wonderful movies. That's the name. That's what in. it was. Yeah. So, but no, it, okay. But these are the first spoken words that I heard. This was my experience. I walk in and there's a bunch of 15 year old girls in their party dresses and everything. And I sit in the back and I've got my little notes. And the first words that are said after I sit down is Zach. He's talking about the scholarship he's going to get for his football. But he says, this just proves it's not like some fantasy I built up in my mind. I love <laughs> that those are the first words I hear of the Christian movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is when we're we're talking to the coach again, right? And he's he's giving that speech about like it's not, you know, it's about winning, not about <laughs> being good at football because he's asking about the <laughs> scout again. And I thought that was like a great Great little message they had in there by accident. It's it's about winning, not being good. And that's just like Tim Tebow on the Gators and the Broncos. That's his fucking career. Yeah, no shit. I can see how this spoke to his heart. I, I missed that scene. The one I got was the the later one where they're sitting around the trash fire together. Eating cereal? Yeah, dry. Yep. Fire pit cereal party. Very exciting. My notes here are just, this could be us, Heath. This could be us, but you're a lonely weirdo. We could buy houses in Jersey, eat cereal by the fire. Ooh. I wasn't paying attention. Did anything happen in the movie? No? Cool. Oh, uh, what? Okay. What cereals would we get? Oh, whichever ones you wanted. Cocoa Any Puffs? Any ones I want? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Oh, fruity Pebbles. 
Noah could teach us how to eat Captain Crunch? Oh, I'm aware of how to eat Captain yeah, Crunch. Yeah, no, he read stupid. the book. He read the book. All right. So now we cut to I'm so I'm so stoked. I'm back on the in the driver's Just, seat now here. I woke by, back up. By the way, one other note on the scene. We actually get the line gonna make it out of this town and get better cereal. <laughs> that's what's that, like that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Just dreaming about the fucking top shelf cereal that they yeah, get. Yeah, we're gonna get rich and have a six slice toaster. He yes. just picks up the bag from the bottom shelf and he's like, fuck you. Fucking someday. store brand. I'm getting Kellogg's one day. <laughs> fuck you, Fruityos. <laughs> Pick a real word, at least. Brab? Come on. <laughs> so- oh, Mr. Pib, too. <laughs> one day. One day. Uh- Senior Pib? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we cut to a hospital. Uh, this is one of 39 scenes in this movie that'll take place in a hospital. But um, Davey's getting checked out. This is where uh, Zach meets Ginger, who is played by the poor man's Shannon Woodward, who is the poor man's Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's delightful. So, yeah, we're yeah. like three levels down from Ellen Page here, which is still <laughs> great. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> Zach's trying to trying to hit on her, which is uncomfortable. And he goes with. The opening line of, uh, I'm on an undefeated high school football team. Here's my penis. <laughs> She's not into it. My middle school's chess team has gone the fourth in the nation. Um, marry me. I don't, I'm not a starting chess player, but I'm on it. I'm on it. Without me managing their equipment, who knows where they'd be. <laughs> Well, and then, okay, of course, she's not interested in him, so he just needs to flirt harder, damn it. That's the lesson that we should be sending to young boys today. If she very clearly tells you, no, I'm at work, please stop hitting on me, I'm not interested in dating you, you haven't asked hard enough. That's the key. Mm. You gotta keep asking and follow her to other activities. Yep. She goes, I don't date football players, and he says, why not? And she's like, the book said there has to be something like our relationship needed to overcome in order for this to be a movie. <laughs> I'm just going to place this hurdle between the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, but the brother's fine. Um, and then it's off to work. Uh, these two boys, I guess, work at Nanny's grocery store overnight, stocking shelves. Yeah. Yeah. We get to see that. We probably didn't need 15 minutes of walking the aisles to establish that fact, but that's what we got. Fucking Christ. Well, okay. But Davey is going to go to work. Zach wants to go off and party with his redneck friends after the game. Yeah. He's going to be the 97th person in the back of that pickup truck. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Yeah. But, but Davey's the good Christian kid. So he'll cover for party atheist Zach. Yeah. And okay. So I have to, I have to point out, too, like, every time people talk, the dialogue is painful. Like, I die inside. I lose one verb every time somebody says a line in this movie, right? <laughs> it's like it's like listening to awkward people flirt at a Star Trek convention. Or it's painful. Yeah, It's just like, it's like banter. You know what it is? It's every bad podcast, the movie. Like, oh, oh when we God. get together, let me tell you, you, this homo right here, he says, 
Ah, uh, you got to be there because you got to know our friend Rick. But if you did. <laughs> uh, anyways, we are going to buy a second microphone for this movie. It really is. Also, I missed this scene because Anna and I were having a very intense whisper fight because I wrote a note about how there's no such thing as people who put food back at night during grocery stores. And Anna was like, do you really not know that there are people who stock shelves in grocery stores? And I was like, why would they do it at night? Why wouldn't they do it during the day? And she was like, they do it both times of day. How do you have so little knowledge about the world? And then we whisper fought for a while. So whatever you guys said happened during the scene happened. What do you think happened in the grocery store in your, in your head before yesterday? So what I posited to Anna that she thought was unrealistic is that they set the shelves up in the back and they are on some sort of rotary system. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rotary? Shelf, yeah, they like shelf forward onto the tracks. The tracks? Yeah, the shelves. <laughs> uh-huh. That's like a, why all the groceries like are never in the same set, place. Like a theater with like the things that slide yeah, in and like out? Yeah, like flies. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right, okay. yeah, so now it's time for them to go to a diner slash tire salon <laughs> um, where apparently, by the way, Zach is so good at football, he doesn't even have to pay for his burger. Yeah, they're in a combination convenience store slash restaurant. Those are the best. <laughs> Look, if I can't buy a lotto ticket while I'm eating, I will eat somewhere else. <laughs> I would like those to be the best. They're not. But like, honestly, now I'm thinking about it, like that would be great to have all that stuff together. You just, they don't do that. They just hardly ever see that. Nope. Um, this is okay. our new business. So, and then pathetic dad shows up, right? And this time, not with a flashlight through the window, just like physically present in the room with them. He's just, he's picking at their food like your friend who forgot his lunch money and just like, oh, Tater tots, huh? Bro, don't, <laughs> you don't want those tots, right? Help you with your tots. <laughs> I'm going to stab you in the hand. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach is, um, this is the only part of this movie I enjoyed, which is that there is a Christian movie father redemption arc going on with Zach just actively hating the fuck out of his dad while the two of them redeem their relationship. Yeah, right. No, Davey and dad are sitting there going like, well, dad, it really hurt. And then Zach is in the background just going, fuck you. It's the best. Or no, I'm sorry. Forget you. Yes. <laughs> Forget you both. Christian movies. <laughs> He's singing the radio version of CeeLo Green song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. So, so Zach angrily walks off, but Davey hangs back with Pops. Pops is trying to get Davey to borrow money from Manny and give it to him. Yeah. So even though we just had a moment where Zach was like, hey, we shouldn't trust this guy. He's a piece of shit. And Davey was like, he's our dad. Give him a chance. The moment he leaves, dad's like, so this feels like bad timing. But can I borrow money from my son? <laughs> oh, I wish I could transition. How about that weather? Mm. Give me money. I just... <laughs> I need to unlock this Nigerian checking account and I can dad it the <laughs> fuck up. Get low, all man. that child support all set. Yeah. And we also get that uh that angry walking montage, which was fun, especially because of the music for me. <laughs> because oh, the music God. it's supposed to be an angry walking montage past like the rusty train track, like you're saying before, but we get happy walking music. 
that's what's happening. And it, like, it looked like the actor could hear the insane music choice because he almost stops to be like, <laughs> really? Is that? I'm not Link going through Hyrule victorious, man. Like, I'm just angry walking. Is that I think I'll go for a walk outside? Come on. No, stop it. This is crazy. I can't even walk the right speed. It's nuts. I'm here by the old dirt factory. You guys are what? fucking <laughs> Well, and what's amazing, too, is that other than that moment, the music is always so ridiculously on the nose, right? The lyrics oh, yeah. are basically describing the on-screen action in every other moment. But yeah, but eventually this um, angry walking montage culminates in him going to yet another redneck drinking party. Teenage party! Cornhole, Heath. They had cornhole oh, at the party. Oh, I was so happy about the cornhole. I am undefeated at cornhole in my entire life. Oh, you and I have not played cornhole. Oh, Cornhole Tournament, our new podcast where we <laughs> go over he Heath and Noah having just played. Almost certainly remain undefeated. I've played so many games of Cornhole and I win every single time. That's a fact. See, that's why my notes say I just realized that my co-host and business partner's life goal is to go back to a high school party. <laughs> They're so fun. High school parties were the best. Oh, I miss that. Just out in the woods, you were happy with just being in the woods with one red cup, that was it. Cornhole, <laughs> cornhole was yep. bonus. You better yep. not fuck up that red cup because there wasn't another one. That's that's where my life peaked for sure. <laughs> <laughs> also. So, <laughs> so we watched the red. Sometimes party. I do that now by myself in the woods. You don't know. You don't know Pet what I people's do. dogs. Multiple red cups when I do those. <laughs> Going down to the dog park. Hey, I got more of these. Just so uh, you know. Get as many cups as I want now. Nobody can tell me not how many I can have. Nineteen cups. Let me let me Stack play them. ping pong with your wife. So, uh, okay, well that's accurate, but all right, see so, how it's relevant to the story. So I believe this might be a Christian movie first that we get at this at this um, redneck party, because um, of course I missed the football at the beginning, so I hadn't seen any sportsing yet in the movie. So the first bad sportsing I see is beer pong. Right, because we get the extreme close-up of him throwing and the extreme close-up of the ping-pong ball falling in the cup. <laughs> they couldn't get a single shot of no. sinking one ping-pong ball from, like, six feet away into a cup. Yes. No matter how many tries they gave him. It was like it was like making Tim Tebow your starting quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Tebow playing beer pong, he would just like, I don't know, <laughs> knock the table over somehow with his arm motion. It doesn't make any sense how he moves his arm to throw a football. Tim, you've been praying for the last 45 minutes. I really just need you to, one, now I got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is where we have to meet the bad guy kids from the bad guy school. They're black. Yeah, feel like making the only... Non-coach African-American in this movie, the villain was a a poor well, choice. Okay, so the coach and the pastor are black, so I guess they, they feel like they made up for it. But yeah, the fact that the black school is the school that cheats, not a great idea for your fucking well, no. movie that starts with a Confederate flag. No, but, but pastor and coach, like they can say the N-word at this point, right? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. So, the, but the the evil black character shows up from the evil rival black school, and he's like, "Hello, we are rivals. I've come bearing a conflict. Let's do this." 
So You're dumb. dead just like your mom punched me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I wrote my notes. Now they're fighting? Fucking? No, fighting. Fighting. <laughs> they fight. They fight technically. I, I loved the uh, squaring off moment before yes. the fight actually started. It was just like everybody kind of looks around and they're like, all right, we got to pair up by size to run at each other now. <laughs> Come on, come on, huge fact. Come on, you know you're not with me. Roll over one. Come on. Eli, dick. stop lining up with my girlfriend. Stop it. <laughs> don't, run, don't run around. Don't run around now that she moved. Don't, 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 don't get down in a football stance. That's you're not in a football. Works. Okay. <laughs> you, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. <laughs> Did you spit up on your shirt a little bit? No. <laughs> no. I'm going to have her take you to the car while we have a <laughs> Just being dragged by my legs by someone's girlfriend. I never get to fight anyone that isn't Eli. <laughs> He's shitting. Eli just gets brought to these parties to be a dummy for fights like this. <laughs> Uh, but, oh, no, during the fight, Zach's leg was injured, and now he can't football anymore. I expect his leg is injured so suddenly I expected the bad guy from Karate Kid to, like, walk away from the fight. <laughs> Not Whistling. to Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. Yeah, he gets his leg swept. Yep. Yeah. His knee swept. Yeah, he has torn his ACL, which we learned from the doctor that makes the house call to his poverty home. And then coach explodes in like stereotype Kramer. <laughs> he, he literally like the door flies open and he's like, you've been doing that fighting. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's super angry, apparently because they didn't write any full sentences for him to speak. <laughs> right. He says the opening of like four damn lines before he realizes, oh, wow, your leg's injured, isn't it? I'm not going to yell out tussin'. I'm not doing that. Stop trying to make me say stuff. <laughs> so, all right. So we head back to the hospital uh, this time so that Zach can get his ACL repaired. And darn it if Ginger doesn't come back in. That nurse that he was stalking before. <laughs> and it's it's more sexual harassment in the workplace. Women, women warm to that. Let me they tell do. you. They, they do. do. When your opening line after she's already turned you down multiple times is, hey, should I show you my penis? Which is literally what he does. <laughs> it's classic. Uh, Question is, when can Zach start doing stand up again? Right. <laughs> when will be enough? <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, she gives him a hard time. She's like, well, I guess you don't play football anymore. Uh, so, well, still no, though. I mean, name a book. Don't say the Bible. <laughs> Too slow. No. Yeah. Bible. Don't well, no, apparently that was the right answer with this. With this God, yes, oh. that's right. It turns out to be the right answer. Fuck yeah. Well, right, because this is where Zach notices uh, her, her Jesus bracelet. She's wearing the Corinthians 2.20 bracelet, and he knows that verse, and so she is soaking wet all of a sudden. <laughs> Zach the atheist looks at her Bible verse and instantly knows passage and sentence. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Galatians 2.20, which apparently says, I'm crucified with Christ. What the? I don't remember this part. What the fuck did that mean? <laughs> I'm crucified with Christ. That's a positive. That's something you wrote on your on your bracelet. 
Yeah. That's insane, right? That's crazy. You're a crazy person. <laughs> it's a reminder. It's like memento. She looks down. She looks at her hands. There's nails in them. Right. I'm crucified. Uh, Christ. <laughs> so, this is thought I thought I was a nurse. <laughs> also, th- this is where I have to admit, I thought this movie was like a biopic about Tim Tebow. Uh, not just like Tim Tebow got his hands on a script and was like, money, make a movie. So throughout my notes up until this point, when I Googled because I was bored, I was like, is this the story of the Tebow brothers? Which one was he? When did he meet his wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just slip in a little bit of loosely, loosely based around Tim Tebow, I think. Well, but yeah. and, and I think what they're doing here, by the way, and this is I'm guessing here, right? I don't have this on any authority, but what I think they're doing is. They wrote this shitty movie and then somebody said something to someone about maybe Tim Tebow would be interested in producing a movie. So they rewrote the characters to have all these weirdly Tim Tebow like characteristics so that when he read the script, he'd say, wow, this really speaks to me on a personal level. I bet it'll do that to everyone who grew up in a small, poor town in Florida, went on to play football at the University of Florida as a quarterback. Noah comes over, stops his pulse for him. Huh? How about this? You want to make this movie? (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, but now it's time for some more football. This time, though, Zach is on the sideline with his crutches. He gets in a crutch fight. Hey, you know what? People say we don't give Christian movies their credit. If you try to crutch an opponent in the head, I love your movie. So there you go. Five stars. Okay, but he he had an ACL tear like yesterday, like a few days ago, and he's jumping around and like he gets into a breakdance fight with this rival black character. Like, what do they think an ACL tear is? I'm very confused by this movie. Yeah. So what, right. So, and by the way, it's the same black kid that, swept his leg and fucked his ACL up to begin with that comes over and just starts giving him shit on the sideline to to get him into a fight because, you know, he's black. Anyway, so we yeah, we have a big sideline fight. Then we head back to stocking more groceries. Meanwhile, let's yeah. check in with all the action <laughs> at the empty supermarket. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, okay, and this is where we get to see Davey have his seizure. Yeah! So so Zach is like listening to his music, having a little room temperature Coke. Gross. <laughs> Davey's mopping the floor and he suddenly has a, a, a seizure as though these two characters are fighting for the audience's sympathy. Right. We're like, ah, oh, poor Zach, his leg. And Davey's like, oh, his leg. Well, watch this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zach takes I, I didn't keep track. 45 minutes of comedy shenanigans to find him. He's like, hey, Davey, where are you? Oh, yeah, I bet you're, bet you're lying on the floor drooling. Am I right? Classic Davey. No. Yoo-hoo. Okay, you, you know what? I'm going to count. I'll turn around. 199. <laughs> oh, man, I'm being spun into the back by the rotary system we have at this supermarket. Oh. <laughs> See, that's how it works. Well, and what's so funny, because I guess they think that they're building suspense by having like such a long shot of him finding Davey. But then when he finds Davey, Davey just wakes up and he's fine. So there was literally no point to this scene. He's like, you okay?" And he's like, yeah, I feel like my illness is pretty well established. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This this is well written. You're a good brother for slapping my face to save me. From <laughs> he slapped me back the, to the life. Laying down. 
So happy you didn't get aborted in the Philippines. So <laughs> that almost happened to Tim Tebow. Yeah, no, it didn't. All right. So the next morning, the, the we get the two of them getting up. Well, no, I'm sorry. We get one of them getting up. Davey gets up to jog because he's good and Christian. But Zach stays in bed being lazy. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> and the music here is... Noah mentioned this before. It is literally describing the plot, like to <sighs> a word. The music's just like, don't worry about me. Two acts still to go in this movie. <laughs> I'm going to be the main character now in this song. <laughs> and movie life. And, and Coach, Coach shows up now and he has brought donuts? They don't show us the donuts. There's a box and he says there's donuts in it, but they very carefully never open that box. Yeah. He also knocks and then turns around and walks and turns his back to the door and delivers all of his lines with his back to the door. That was an interesting choice. It's like there's an alien ship moving in on the horizon and Coach doesn't want it to get the drop on him. There is no point in this scene where he is looking in a normal direction. It's it's like he was jerking off and someone caught him and he put everything away, but he still has the erection. So now he's just like, oh, yeah, coach, the big football game. And he's like, yep, 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 football game. Just <laughs> turn this. I want to do the rest of the movie mother. facing backwards, just the entire rest of the movie. <laughs> he's, coaching he's, he's coaching backwards. the football game from the sidelines, like in a spoon. He's looking at what's happening. <laughs> I sure would love it if you boys ran a heat 49 to the left. Sorry, right. Sorry, right. Stupid. <laughs> uh -huh. My left. East. And also, was there also a feeling to this scene like he was going to offer him gay for pay? Because that was the vibe I was getting. He's like, yeah, you boys sure have had a hard time. If only someone could help you out with $300. <laughs> I feel like I this into. is notes about you and the homeless guy in the theater. I did <laughs> yeah. not catch that. Like I would offer him three hundred dollars. <laughs> the rest of my skittles. Apparently, he was too good for that. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Start with a low ball. <laughs> All right. So, but but what I love about this scene. So, coach is here because he thinks that Zach could rehab his ACL in time to run track this year and get a scholarship for track. And what I love so much about this is that as coach is ta telling Zach how good he could be at track. Davey is basically running in circles around them going, when am I in the scene? Am I going to be in the scene, guys? He's talking about how good it would be to be a runner. Just walking running. with a track trophy behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just putting this somewhere. But yeah, now we get to that great plot pivot that Heath was talking about to the far more dramatic sport of <laughs> running fast. You can get that track and field money and get out of this town. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, okay, so now we go off to an auto show, or as Eli wrote in the notes, a car shoe. So again, <laughs> I had a big fight here. These are real? Yes, yeah, where people take a bunch of old cars and then folks go to look at the old cars. I'm out. I'm out of the humanity. We did, we did bad. You wrong. thought this was a fictional thing with people having cars? Yeah! Why Why do they do that? I'm sitting there whispering fervently to my wife, why do they want to look at cars? And she's like, I don't know, but it's a thing. And I was like, it's not a thing. And we Googled it, and it's a thing. Why? Tell me why they want to look at cars. They went... rotate them out at night. They put them in there into the parking <laughs> spots. Whatever. 
Eli, Stop you talking. went to a magic convention and you're going to get all shitty with people who like cars? No, I just didn't know what it Look, <laughs> I go to magic conventions. There's nothing There's nothing lower. There's Nambla's <laughs> annual meeting and they won't have it in the same hotel as us. I'm not judging. I just want to know what the... Is it something about the... Like, you can look at the engine and be like, this is the one of a kind. Yeah, it's like a classic yeah. cars and old-ass cars, you know. I just... Yeah. I really deeply don't understand. Some people are into cars, Eli. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so okay. <laughs> but we're here because it's... Do a real for... hobby like, like car tricks. <laughs> All right. But we're here at the auto shoe... Because it's time for Zach to take his relationship with Ginger to full restraining order level. Right. Or because it's a movie into success. Yeah. No, exactly. The fourth time he asked her out, though. Jesus. He negs her and then she's like, yeah, let's go on a date. Great. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. You're going to be dressed so shitty. Will your hair look better, Ben? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. She gives in because that's how all great romances start with her giving in. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say, wouldn't judge everyone who badgered someone into eventually dating them. I don't think we need to judge those relationships. Some of them work out just fine. Maybe. He's at the doctor. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Then we cut to Zach. He's fucking around. He's not doing his rehab enough and he's not exercising hard enough. And he's giving up on life. Damn it. His knee will never heal at this rate. <laughs> this scene is so pointless and amazing. She's like, have you been doing your rehab? No. Have you been stretching? No. Can I play football? No. What? Did you hear my questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so he leaves or him and Davey leave. But Davey's like, oh, I forgot my coat. Let me run back in. And when he runs back in, he asks the doctor if he can run track. Not if Zach, the one with a torn ACL, can run track, which as far as we knew was the point of this, but whether he, Davey, with the brain trauma disease or whatever, can run track. It's like, ugh, they're making me become the fucking protagonist, I think, for the end of this. I don't know. Can I run track with my fucked up brain thing from football? <laughs> and the doctor's like, yeah, that's that's cool. As long as you don't have any evil black track rivals, I guess. Fine. Do you have any of those? Stay away from Edgewood. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So she says, sure, why not? So on the way home, Davey tells Zach that he's cleared to run track, but he'll need Zach to help him out to be his trainer. Because who would make a better trainer than a guy who several months ago tore his ACL? so this is where I realized in the movie that like no one who made this movie knows anything about sports because this is the kind of writing that I would do where it'd be like, hey, look, I play a run run with the run run sport. I could teach you to run run. Yeah, man. We'll just what do we do? Oh, we'll just run. OK, cool. Yeah, we'll run every morning at run o'clock. Yeah, yep, we'll just there's run nothing then, else to it. Yeah, eventually exactly. I'll be the best runner. Yeah, if we run. Yeah, we'll just run. Great. <laughs> Sports nailed it. How do grocery stores work? I love- Are you running backwards? Well, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's gonna make you a worse runner. <laughs> I love too that Davey keeps saying as he's trying to talk him into being his trainer. He's like, "Come on, man, we have nothing to lose." As though like having stakes were a bad thing in a movie. 
Mm. Right. Like there's literally no bad or good outcome for this. It's neutral. It's completely neutral. I feel like this was in the writer's room. They just took that down and was like, we have not. There are no stakes. We need some (laughs) stakes in this movie. Fine. It gets shuffled in with the uh, with the script. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then it's time to go have our coffee date with Ginger so we can listen to unwitty people write wit again. And write about drinking coffee with a goddamn straw. Hot coffee. Hot coffee with a straw. Look, (laughs) we have seen some crazy Christians don't know how the world works movies. (laughs) But this is this is the pinnacle. No, two teens sharing a cup of coffee with a straw. straw. That's pretty great. <laughs> there were gaffers and lighting designers and techs and PAs. There had to be coffee drinkers. Yes, there is. Dozens. Like it's, it's statistically impossible that no one on that set knew how coffee works. Dozens of voting age adults watched this and were like, great. Good job, everybody. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, waitress. Let me get a straw for this coffee. <laughs> No, no, you're going to burn your mouth off. You're an idiot. I'm eight. <laughs> so, and oh, burn my mouth. That you should have said something. <laughs> so, but Owie. but of course, the point of the scene, though, right? The the the, the fun part here uh, that we've seen in every third fucking movie we watch is that she starts to say grace over her coffee, but he doesn't. How embarrassing! Get your bingo cards out, everybody. <laughs> And this is when the couple next to me was like, it's like our first date. It's just like, no, we did. We did. (laughs) We drank coffee through straws. Oh my God. I was so fucking, I almost started yelling at this point. Just like, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut up. (laughs) All right. But yeah, but he prays with her and says grace with her because he doesn't know any better yet. I didn't at that age either. She's cute. You know, I would have done the same. So no judgment. (laughs) Do it right now. If I walk downstairs with my wife saying grace, I'm going to bow my head and make up, go through my memorized deck. Just at four clubs, two hearts. <laughs> All right. So they leave the date. Um, and oh, I, I just, the, the walking away on the date thing, I only bring it up because there's like three instances of casual racism in this 90 second scene. Oh, the what if a black guy tried to mug you? Yes. I would use my Chinaman karate on him. <laughs> I I was amazed. Like I thought he was gonna miss the three beat and just be like, build the wall. I don't know. Sorry, I was going too felt weird. Yeah, they're walking away, and she's like, "You don't have to walk me to um, my car." He's like, "What if someone attacked you?" Like that guy, and points to a black dude that's walking by. He's like, "Man, why is it gotta be me?" A bunch of other people, a bunch of people walk by. He's like, what if someone tried to attack you? Couple walks by, white guy with a with an axe walks by. Then no. the black guy comes over Him. with his kid. <laughs> that guy, that guy. What if he tried to bug you? Oh, come on, man. He's pulling the black guy over. Sir, step sir, out of the car. Sir. <laughs> what if Will this you guy tried like to him? bug you? <laughs> like him. What? <laughs> you called me over. OJ? And he's like, oh, is this a cuckold thing? God damn it. Y'all oh. white people always. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but the date ends and then Zach and Davey go to visit mom's grave. But deadbeat dad is already there. <laughs> With a beer and roses at the same time. <laughs> this is one of the uh, darker Judy Bloom stories. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's literally laying on the grave crying. And so Zach comes up and he's like, fuck you. Oh, it's the <laughs> ba- again. Like it is though he is there. Ju- he is us in the scene. Because yes. Davey's like, hey, dad, you sure do miss. Fuck your face. Fuck. I, I, I just wanted this conversation to continue throughout the movie. Boys, I I know I ain't always done right by you. Boo! Boo! Fuck you! Fuck but, you, Dad. But I'm gonna get right with Jesus, and I'm gonna be uh, your eat happy... a dick. Eat a dick? A- eat a, a dick. Again. Dad, this hasn't been... A black an dick, like, couple of years huge. ...without you. But if you're ready... Like like change. corn, like you know when you have corn, and like num 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 num, just like running up and down the sides the of the slow. giant black dick. Eat Maybe eat it like be, corn. Be a family again. I love you, sons. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much how it played out. <laughs> it really is, though. They have a flower fight. <laughs> He throws his flowers at the dad. Made apology. He's in the middle of the dad monologue we know from every bad movie, and he throws flowers at his face. He's like, you know, boys, I've always park. Oh, God. (laughs) Them thorns. Them thorns. (laughs) Little little packet of poison stuff you're not supposed to eat got me. (laughs) Sharp corner. So, yeah, so that wraps up, and then they... We get that scene where they're walking by the manger scene or whatever, and they're jealously regarding all the various nuclear families on their way into church. Yeah. At this point, I just wrote, this movie is a great ad for policygenius.com. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and this is this is the first I saw of the pastor, and it's Mario Van Peoples, which I know because I originally wrote a joke about how he looked like Mario Van Peoples fucked something. And then I looked at the cast list and I'm like, oh, that was not a very good joke. Fucked his wife. <laughs> yeah, right. And then came to the movie. Yeah, but he's preaching about nouns. I like I this this fucking sermon was amazing. It is 100 percent meaningless. Oh, absolutely. Right. Like if you reduce this mathematically, it would be a zero. He keeps talking about how you need a capital M moment to turn them some days into today's. Those are literally the words he's using. Yeah. Fucking sermon brought to you by the posters in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> um, also, weird moment during this scene. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. A little boy. I fucks the shit out of Zach while they're both sitting in the shoes. What was that? That's the best thing. This must have been happening to Noah as he was watching this happen (laughs) on the screen. Like all the teenage girls turn around. Yeah, it is weird to be the only adult in this church. Noah's just like, I brought a light. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't use my flashlight either. My fucking notes were so bad. It's so messy. Yeah. Was that like supposed to be a flashback or like? Uh, yeah, I think he's supposed to be looking at like his younger self in church and remembering what it was like to love Jesus so much or something. But they really don't play it. So it really looks like that little boy's going like, hey, you me behind the church, 3.30, right? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Sonia, he points to his eyes. He points at Zach, slits his throat in pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that kid's hard. <laughs> so, all right. So they're they're driving home from church and Zach turns to David. He says, 
I need to get out of this town is still the plot. <laughs> Got it. Do you so, want to sum up your thing? I have a brain brain. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the exact quote. It doesn't matter what we run from. It's just time to run. Jeez. Those are nonsense words. Like, <laughs> I know. Again, to follow up on that sermon, like you could just like it doesn't run what we matter from. It's just time <laughs> to matter. Like it doesn't matter what you say. Oh, dumb. What's amazing is I guarantee you originally they thought this movie was going to be called Time to Run so that this line wouldn't make any sense. But then it got changed and the actors were at the premiere just being like, why would they keep that? I don't know. <laughs> Got to make that sweet, sweet hour and 20 uh, minute. Tramps yeah. like us, baby. We were, but no, stop doing that. You keep doing that. Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatters. Nope. And then we get... Okay, so I was I <laughs> prematurely wrote in my notes here running montage, but it's not it's a movie happening montage, right? Like it's because there's some running in it, but there's also some Zach finger banging ginger and Davy stocking shelves and dad playing <laughs> pool and being absent. There's, there's some cereal. It's a, there's a cereal montage inserted yep, yep. into the running montage. Yep. Yeah. We get dad getting good at bar pool which yeah. is a, a weird addition to the montage like i thought that was like feels like the, the like a real life drunk dad just ran onto the set and was like i'm in the montage too I'll play pool look at me look at me play let me play pool with your wife blood vomited on the table as part of the game at the bar you gotta shoot around it shoot around the vomit that's what they say also does he play keep away at one point? I'm pretty sure oh. the people who made this movie think Ginger is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I think he plays no, keep away and catch. Is Zach and Ginger's montage might as well be him like pulling her hairs and knocking her fucking books out of her hand and shit. Right? He's like, they, they, they don't know the difference between bullying and flirting, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> one other moment in this montage, they were like, all right. This is kind of dumb. How do we spice up this mostly running montage that we did again? Uh, what about a supermarket business montage yes! in there? What's Nanny been up to? She's doing the books. We get Nanny like just literally looking at a spreadsheet. being yes! like, Wow, this uh, maybe I could get a rotary thing that moves the things from the back straight to the front <laughs> to speed up. The process. I don't know. All right. But now it's time for Zach to meet Ginger's family. She lives in a rich house and he has a poor car. Now, okay, we haven't talked about the car yet. They went so goddamn overboard on the poor car, right? Like they broke every single light or turn signal. There's a crack in every window. Barney Rubble is in the passenger's seat. It looks like... The live action remake of Cars, and this is the character played by Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever happened to Cars, and like this car had like a meth habit. And yeah, actually, <laughs> it's the cars behind the music. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. So he goes in to meet the parents, and we have the super awkward, and it's not super, like, you know, going and meeting the parents is always super awkward. This is far more awkward because of the stilted fucking dialogue. 
<laughs> oh, know? absolutely. The, Dad's opening question is, so does my daughter fuck half as good as her mother? <laughs> <laughs> Trick question till you try. Get out of here. He goes, how do you like my daughter? And Zach goes, well, she's as fuckable as your wife. I don't get the question. I don't. She looks like the opposite of Florida. Do you get what I mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> and then as if that's not an awkward enough question, dad follows up with, and what do you think about Jesus? <laughs> Name like, three of his albums right like now. Spending time with Joe. <laughs> His greatest hits. That doesn't count. I, I I wrote in my notes, oh God, it would have been worth dating Ginger and ruining that relationship just to get to be in that room when dad asked me that question. <laughs> oh, I and, love that. And and Zach's answer, I mean, it was nowhere near Noah level, but it was pretty good. Like I kind of enjoyed his answer. He's like, yeah. well, dad, uh, buckle in. You're not going to like this, I think, for myself. So, yeah, yeah, no, the um, fucking record scratches to a halt and all the cartoon characters gasp as he explains that he's Christian, but not church going Christian. Again, this is only in Christian movies. The like, are you my religion? Yes, but not to the exact extent that you are in a way that is improvable, except by my own admission. <laughs> yep. You yep. get out of my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> But he makes a bunch more good points. He's like, remember when Jesus didn't heal everybody in every town he went to, even though he was a magical healer of everything? <laughs> yes. Giant asshole. No? And dad's like, wow, all right. Well, that's pretty good. I, do you want to fuck my wife? <laughs> you, got you got me good, boy. Let me just tell you right now. I was holding on by a thread, but you just snapped that thread with your fire. <laughs> dad's like, I once doubted my faith too, but I, you know, straighten the fuck up, man. <laughs> Stop it with the thinking. I, I, I also doubted my faith. And then I realized that that is that is an inside thing. So I could just pretend I wasn't. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to also pretend. I'm one of the millions and millions of apostate atheists that are around. Yes, right. Yes. We are real. <laughs> But yeah, so dinner wraps up. Ginger walks out to the car with him and, and bitches him. She's like, how dare you not tell me that you had doubts about Jesus and weren't 100% committed to your religion? But to be fair, I'm kind of on her side. It's like, dude, can't you just pretend to be religious? If you don't care, it's the world's easiest thing. Yeah. Right. Especially <laughs> with our religion, you don't even have to do good stuff. Nope. Not even a little. I mean, look, he's nail. He nails this argument. He's just talking himself out of ginger. Well, right. Okay, so that's yeah. the thing. They like he he does this because they. It's said in the book, the screenwriters for dummies book, that the relationship needed to be in conflict as we moved into Act Three. Right. That's why they're mad at each other. Yep. So he bitches at her, and he and he drives away. And, and he backs out of a circle driveway because he he's a dumb person. Like me. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to do anything in reverse. I don't, I'm not comfortable that your vehicles have a reverse gear. Making a nine point turn in someone's circular driveway. <laughs> uh, and I'm facing the house again. Damn it. <laughs> I'll go the other direction. This will do it. I'm going to 
I'm going to stand backwards and drive that way through a spoon. That's, <laughs> there you go. Do it. All right. So now I guess we've checked all the boxes on the Act 2 screenplay by the numbers chart they were working from. I guess we can take ourselves a break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Will conflict resolution. Will climax. Can falling <laughs> action. Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the spectacular conclusion of Run the Race. <laughs> they will forget to do all those things until the last second and then be like, check, check, check. Yeah, they will do. Yeah. And then everyone exploded. <laughs> Come with resolution climax, falling action. It's, it's Michael Scat pulls a gun, the movie ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freeze SBI. Closing credits. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Terrible Websites Anonymous. Uh, we're, we're proud of all of you for being here. Jeff, uh, why don't you start us off today? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, my name is Jeff. I went to a 45-minute marketing seminar at the Hilton. Uh, very nice room. Uh, they said, your website was just a digital business card. And I figured, heck, I can do that myself. But uh, no. No, I could not. No, you couldn't. Very good, Jeff. Remember, step one, put your faith in a higher power. Specifically, Wix.com. Um, uh, the... I'd like to go. Oh, please, Bill, go ahead. Great, great. Yeah. So with Wix.com, you can choose from over 500 stunning templates. Or if you're totally new, you can choose their free website design tool. You just answer a few questions, pick the site you want, and Wix builds the base site for you. Then you can customize with your own photos, videos, and more. But uh, instead of doing that, I paid my nephew $4,000 and, well, that was four years ago and... He's, uh, he's never going to finish um, your website, Bill. No. No, he's not. What do we always say, everybody, huh? There's, There's always, always hope with Wix.com. That's right. Get started now by going to Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com slash podcast to get 10% off. Wix.com slash podcast. My nephew's been really busy. You know, he's moving. For four years, Bill? Maybe. No. Got a lot of stuff. You know, when watching Run the Race's excruciating meet the parents scene, our minds couldn't help but be cast backwards by our own similar interactions. So, without a movie plot to reflect on here or anything, let's look back at our own experiences for your amusement. So, young Mr. Enright, uh, what do you like about my daughter? Uh, oh, uh, I, um, I don't like phone calls, so, no, you know. No, about my daughter. What do you like about my daughter? Right. No, <laughs> that, that's, uh, I, I mean, it's super label heavy. So I don't know. She's, uh, she's like, she, say, she's, say, um, say something nice about me to my dad. Something nice about me to my dad. <laughs> so, uh, about that dinner, we, uh, we just going to go ahead and eat or what's ha What's happening? 
So, Mr. Lusions, uh, tell me how you feel about Jesus. Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. Three hours later. And the eyes of a dead pig. Huh. Uh, cool. Cool. So, uh, how about that dinner? Are we, are we eating or, or what? It's her kindness, her smile, the way she is with her friend. Honestly, sir, there's not a lot I don't love about your daughter. Our daughter's been dead for three years. So how about that dinner? We eaten or? Huh? Is that the clip from Mystic River? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroes, Davey was running track. Zach was fucking up his relationship and baby Jesus was really sad about it. And we're going to rejoin the action with deadbeat dad chilling at a pool hall. Oh, this is the razzing your son for running track scene, right? I, or and also razzing your friend for his son running track. This is the <laughs> yep. weirdest choice for a writing. Just, oh, I hear your son runs like a runner. <laughs> yeah. This random guy in this pool hall was reading the paper to learn about the high school track breaking news. And <laughs> yeah, now he's yeah. describing that to us. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Coach is there too, right? And Dad's like, yeah, he's running some gay track or something. And Coach is like, you should be a better dad. And then the dad's like, define better. And he's like, Thir- this is just the beginning of the third act, man. Not, not yet. <laughs> Um, but it's it's here also that we learn if Davey takes first place in tomorrow's race, he'll go to state championships. Yes. Get that million dollars prize for high school track. Yeah. Get out of this town. It's it's and he literally like runs up to the coach and he's like, you stop saying nice things about my kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when dad learns, I guess that. Davey's only one race away from state championships. That's all he needs to straighten the fuck up, right? Yeah, yep. who knew? Yeah, he's about he's about to leave the bar. Bartender's like, are you on a six-pack of road beers for leaving? And he's like, no, no, I do not. <laughs> this time, no. <laughs> I will not. Can you pass me that leaf so I can turn it over, this new leaf? <laughs> I'll be eating. Later, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go jogging next to a gravel factory. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then we head over to Davy praying before the big race. Um, and I love because a good Christian prayer has to include all the legalese, right? So he's like, God, if it is in your will, do the thing you are already planning to do but if i herein referred to as the party of the first part do it's hereby stay under the with with please his, please make me win or lose or whatever you were thinking <laughs> it's cool okay so if, if track and field is part of your plan um okay that's weird, weird but, plan. yeah weird plan um, and i love it zach comes in on this and he's like hey man are you gonna stretch and he's like nah i'm just doing the praying thing. He's like, oh, okay, maybe stretch too, though. Pray and stretch at the same time. Loosen up the hammies while you talk to the Lord. (laughs) But yeah, so now it's time for the big race that we first heard about in the immediately previous scene. 
Yeah, the race that they cover on the radio. <laughs> yes. So that's how everybody in this town is like glued to their radio, listen, <laughs> listening to color commentary on track and field. Color commentary on a foot race is <laughs> on a four hundred yard the foot dumbest race. thing I've ever heard. We <laughs> it, it goes on for a while too, and the guy doesn't know what to say. He's just like running. <laughs> running. Uh, if I was gonna use a verb to describe this, I would. I already said run. Uh, run would be the verb, though. Yeah, that would not um, jogging at all. It's run. It's clear, very clearly <laughs> running. main guys running. Other guys Other? are also. I should have gotten names before the race. Tell uh, who the protagonist is. I don't all know. Right. So okay, you guys know ovals. You guys know ovals, right? You should fucking you know see running? this thing. It is ovular. <laughs> so run. They even include the. It's actually really hard to tell from here who won. So yes. in a second they're going to tell me, and I'll tell you. Yeah, my color commentary is I can't really <laughs> tell what's going on. Yes, but all the kids run, but Davy runs the runniest of them all, and now he wins the race. And now we're back at church. Uh, I wanted him to get side tackled by the evil black guy during the race. <laughs> <laughs> Just another concussion. Ah, well, it's on me. We'll get there. <laughs> so, okay. So now it's time to head back to Mario Van Peebles church for more of his bullshit, banal drivel wisdom. I got some football metaphors for this. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have faith in your football coach, oh, I'm sorry. That means trust that yeah, what I'm shit, thinking of right, is trust. Your coach exists. You know, that <laughs> and it would be Verify. negated for an, if your coach, you know, told you all of a sudden that he rose from the dead, you would stop trusting. Or if he told you to massacre your bride on your wedding night if she wasn't a virgin, you would say, <laughs> No, coach, that's not how you play football at all. Fuck, damn, I thought this was gonna work. Hold on, hold on, seemed like yeah. a good one. All right. God, God is like a box of chocolates. Fuck, that's the other guy. No, God, okay, the devil is Bill Belichick. You get it. <laughs> I think this is a good start and we can work from here. <laughs> and and the sermon accidentally wanders into real reality for a second and he doesn't know what to do. He's just like, <laughs> faith is great. Well, I mean, okay, faith with action. Uh, so, uh, so really just the action. The action is great. Why am I here? What have I done with my life? I am not necessary. Uh, let me just so, check my resume real quick. God stuff, don't fuck a lady. Oh, I fucked a lady. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fall but, somewhere. But of course, dad shows up for this particular sermon because of that leaf he turned over at the bar. Um, I, at this point, dedicated an entire page in my notes to just what's the plot written while holding my <laughs> pen like a dagger. Right. <laughs> so, but but church ends. Davy hangs back to Jesus it up with Dad a little bit more. Yep. yep. Hey, Dad, are you you all better because you're Christian now? Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not the end of the movie, but it's close enough that I'm gonna. Yeah. The yep. short answer, yes. <laughs> I resolved my conflict off screen and entirely in my head. Yep. <laughs> and we also get the bros talking to each other. Um, bro, which I, what are their names again? I don't know. Zach and Davy. Zach yeah, and Davy. So yeah, Davy's like asking him about how it went with the date with you know with Ginger's parents. He's like, 
Did you fuck it up? Did you did you present the problem of evil to your girlfriend's <laughs> yeah. 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 What did we say about listening to atheist experience in the car before a day? <laughs> Don't listen to and you guys in the middle of an ill-defined act three conflict? Yes, we are. Yeah. What do we do? We should running montage. Running yes. montage. Okay. Running montage. <laughs> At this point, my notes just go. There is, at most, another half hour to this movie, and it is not about anything. <laughs> not yet. No. And, okay, so this running montage, this was the peak of my best worst, right? Where, like, the director's trying to do artsy of them running through this dead town. But, again, the he's like, what if I just set the camera in this poop right here? This is human poop, I think. <laughs> Look at this lady. This lady's doing meth at a weird angle. That's fun, right? <laughs> She ain't gonna find no vein between her toes. All right, now she's running from something. I don't know. Maybe she just decided to run. She's meth running. She oh, looks, she's running at us. Oh, it's coming right oh, at shit. us. All right, break it down. That's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> All right, so now it's time to resolve that. Just, the movie just ends in a tackle of the camera by meth lady. Boom, boom. Yeah, Oh, God, that would be my second favorite alternate ending to that this movie. <laughs> Government took my baby! <laughs> All right, so now it's time to resolve that conflict with the love interest. So we head back to the hospital. He shows a, a fucking Ginger is there doing her work. He shows up and he's like, can you forgive me? And she's like, for what? And he's like, right. Are we done? Yes. Yeah, they, and then they hug You're it out. You're not mad. And the fucking screenwriters tear out another page from their screenwriting for dummies book. Well, what I love is that she goes, she goes, you really hurt me. And I just wrote in my notes, man, a conversations with me or Noah might kill this girl. <laughs> <laughs> She'd just be handing me sticks and stones at the end of it. No, just go ahead. Go, go ahead. on, please. Artie. All right. But yeah, so, but no, they, they resolve their conflict. And then hug it out. Hey, hug it out. <laughs> he leans in for the uh, for the ass out hug. Genitals not touching hug. Oh, they might as well bleep out a kiss. It's so bad. <laughs> Censored bar appears over their faces. <laughs> All right. So now we're back at the fucking poverty fire. And, and Davey turns to Zach and he goes, Hey, hey, Zach, as long as no more medical maladies befall me in Act 3, my track scholarship is going to get us out of this town. And actually, the whole time you were training me, I was training you for football running <laughs> sport. Wax on, wax off. That <laughs> yeah. doesn't relate. <laughs> well, but what is, what is his plan here, though, that... He's going to get a track scholarship and they come with, you know, but you have to let your little brother come to rules and therefore they'll both be able to go to college. I would like to bring this yep. sock puppet and my brother to college. <laughs> no, it's just like a little league draft. You get the brother option. You, if you pick one brother oh, in round right. four, no, you automatically get the option of another brother in round eight. That's <laughs> how college tuition works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just then... Davy has another seizure. As as though the movie ran out of ideas. Like you literally see all the characters standing around being like, Oh, there's no conflict left in the movie. Um, Davy, you wanna you wanna take a tilt? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 
way, did you guys ever have in your little league a brother who didn't get optioned? Like they were like, they picked the first one and they were like, no, I don't want the other one. <laughs> Round eight. And yeah. go to the same team. I feel like me and Eli have similar amounts of little league experience. Absolutely. I'll tell you what happened in my little league. The bunter was <laughs> you? king for the day. <laughs> we rotated the the little league players out on racks, on rails. Yeah. We had more little leagues in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so now we cut to the hospital where we learn that Davey had a super seizure and he can't run track anymore. Uh, this is where we get the great bedpan humor. Yeah, <laughs> he's asked him to dump his bedpan and he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, you're my brother and I love you and you're sick. And he's like, no, you would have touched my poop, gay. You're gay <laughs> for my poop. Yeah, that was when the couple next to me was like, <laughs> pee and poo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. The only things we're allowed to laugh about. Fantastic. <laughs> Poop is universally <laughs> funny. I feel like if the writers heard me say that, the line here would have just been the brother going, Poop! <laughs> <laughs> and the couple next to Heath would have laughed exact same amount. Yeah, right. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm kidding about the bedpan thing. Just pray for me. He's like, okay, so it wasn't the bedpan that was full of shit, but... We were... I'd rather dump a bedpan, honestly. Yeah. Given, ah... Yeah. Didn't the pastor say that was dumb by accident? Shouldn't maybe <laughs> do a real thing? No. All right. Well, then Zach goes out to the waiting room to get some nanny wisdom. And nanny's wisdom here is so fucking stupid, right? Like nanny just lists all the bad things that ever happened to her life and say, but I'm happy in this exact moment. Therefore, all of those things were necessary. Yeah. It seems she's like, <laughs> I had ovary tumors and I cried Every day for a year, I just wrote, seems excessive. Every day, you didn't take Christmas, you cried on Christmas. Right. And then she's like, but the world makes sense now. And like, does it? Like, now that I'm a 65-year-old supermarket magnate living in Swamp Crotch, Florida, this makes sense. It's all coming together. God is also, love. How depressing was the describing grandma thing in this monologue where she's like, your grandmother was a nice person and a, ah, a lovely that's personality. That's all. Describe something my grandma did that's real right now. Too slow. Handmaid's Tale. Well, she basically, she's like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, God gave me ovarian cancer and I was mad that I couldn't have kids. But then I realized it's because God wanted me to take care of the two of you. And then Zach's like, oh, but couldn't you have done that with children of your own and no cancer? And she's like, that, that fucks up my thing. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> she, she just stands up. Oh, children of my own. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to go poison a lot of food in the grocery store. I'll be back. <laughs> See, yeah. I'll be right back. But the whole fucking scene, and this is the pivotal, like, now his fucking, you know, problem of evil question is going to get answered here. The ironclad logic is the Texas sharpshooter fallacy, right? I'm here, therefore, this must have been where God was aiming. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, but shit sucks, but God loves you, so he has to be real, otherwise he couldn't love you, and I wouldn't be allowed to say that sentence. Problem of evil is solved. The two sentences go one right after another. She's like... Life being bad doesn't mean God doesn't love you. He loves you so much. The end. <laughs> that is my logical progression. <laughs> yeah. So armed with that wisdom, Zach drives home to get Davy some hospital gear. 
Uh, he, he gets to the house. He has to like sadly look at pictures for a while. Yeah, it's, it's really depressing, too, because he's doing that like, hey, God, oh, this is why is it so hard to to pray? I feel dumb. like th- this is crazy. I feel crazy. I feel like a crazy person unless you respond. Nope. Crazy. Person. <laughs> so crazy. I am Whoa. a crazy person. I love you, Don. and then he's like lord i'm done running i'm just please help me find a better vehicle for the climax than running (laughs) um this is a bad thing for me to say because tomorrow i'm actually gonna run wait yeah are we doing a metaphor are we is it a metaphor no it's just literal running cool of a metaphor at this point now yeah exactly No, let me explain. I'm done running, but I'm going to run the race. Let's call it that. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. Okay, so yes, he prays with great difficulty. The whole time there's a goddamn fish tank bubbling in this scene just to remind me of how much I had to pee at this point. So then Zach gets back to the hospital with, you know, the the, the goodie bag for Davey. And damn it, if deadbeat dad isn't there, dead beating everything all the hell up. And again, credit where credit's due. This scene does not devolve into the I forgive you. He's like, oh, hey, fuck your face. And he's like, oh, son. I know. It's like only one of them is in the movie and the other one's just like, fuck your face. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately, Zach forgives his dad because I have to pee, damn it. Um, and then, you know what? Conflict number two resolved. Rip out another page there. Yeah, it was just whatever whatever happened in this movie plus one more time being like, sorry. And then he's like, we're cool. Yeah, we're yeah. cool. Yes. I'm Here, sorry, I- was that a fourth apology? We are good. Consider yourself forgiven. Let me ask you something. Did you say no to a road beer anytime recently? I did. I did <laughs> say no the other day. Just the other day. Swapped Six it for later cheese. Six I'm a changed man. Yeah. Okay. So now Davey wakes up. Zach's by his side and Zach's like, hey, man, I brought you your Bible. And he's like, good. This has been working so well for me so far. (laughs) You want to read about some horse dicks? (laughs) (laughs) And and then he says, and I just want to make sure I got this right. He says, I prayed for you. And he's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, and then I switched over to me. Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to make the prayer all about you. I need some shit, too. Well, I had him on the line. (laughs) It's an odd turn for the conversation. I'm going to say it right now. And you know how you asked me to pray for you? Uh, Yeah. Well, I did. I I prayed like I never prayed before. All right. Wow. That's great. That's great. And then I prayed for me. Um, sorry, what? You you prayed for you? Yeah, yeah, I was just like, I was like, Jesus, if it's your will, send me a sign. Sorry, that- sorry, just, no, quick thing. Um, I'm in the hospital with a brain thing, and you switched over to you for a second during your prayer? Yeah, well, you know, because my, my girlfriend you, and Your I girlfriend just- is mad at you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I heard about that. Uh, I was right before I had four- Grand mal seizures. So yeah, no, I heard about that, but I feel like, you know, lock it in here. Are you mad? I I just wish your prayer was a little more focused on, you know, stuff that matters. You're mad. Fuck your face. (laughs) He's mad. 
<laughs> but yeah, but now Zach loves Jesus. He's like, you know, I went into that house an atheist and came out a believer. And Davey's like, that's great. So you had a conversion that happened entirely in your own head and weren't on camera at the time. He's like, yep. He's like, we are nailing this movie thing, huh? Cool. I believe you, though. So, you know, that's like we shot it. I feel like you're the main character now. That's you now. <laughs> and then... Stop. Be because this movie was only boring and not nonsense up to this point, Zach is going to run in Davy's place at the state finals. Wouldn't... That's not how anything works. <laughs> <Would that laughs> just be somebody else. No, the last names match up. It's fine. Wouldn't that go to like the guy in second place? Or or or, or like, lacking that someone who'd entered at least one track competition at some point this year. Are they twins? Are they supposed to be twins? <laughs> no. Because they're not. <laughs> I really wanted this to be true so some kid can just be like, ah, oh, I'm not going to make states, but this is Usain. He's going to be running for me. Uh, just, put, just put his times under my name. Just uh, tippy-tappy in. He is my brother. We, <laughs> mom's racially cool. So <laughs> she's a stripe. <laughs> so he goes to tell the coach about this dumbass plot twist, and the coach is like, "Yeah, what's up? I don't. Sure, all right, I'll cheat well, it's for you." The yeah, the coach is supposed to be like, "I don't care much about track and field anyway." I wanted the other kids on the track and field team to be like, "Hey, coach, we're <laughs> standing." Right here. We can hear you. <laughs> I want their story so bad, right? I want the kid who was the second best track runner in that entire school's story. <laughs> to hear Davey's sick. Wow, this is my chance to get a guy. I'm letting his brother run no, for him. We're having Zach do it. Is he on the track team? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Uh, I wanted to see Zach faking a seizure at like the state championships. She's like, no, look, it's me. Dave with <laughs> I'm Dave with the mush brain. The only he can shake like that, right? Look at me. Look at me. Uh, maybe I'll murder suicide my whole family later. Just typical Dave stuff. Brain injury. <laughs> All right. So now we're at the big state competition. Time for a pep talk from the coach. And the pep talk is basically. Look, man, this isn't even really a fucking sport. This is like part of a sport and you can play a whole sport. Fuck this track and field bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I'll cheat at track and field. I'll kill everyone on the team. I'll put them in a bus. I'll let the bus roll into the river. Great. Species <laughs> just got stronger. <laughs> We're a football team. <laughs> and Fuck them. He actually asked the coach at this point. He's like, hey, you really think I can win this? And the coach is just like, no. Nope. No, <laughs> Everyone else has been training and they have ACLs. This is the dumbest plan ever. What are you talking about? You have an injured knee and track is not just running. <laughs> yeah. Also, your brother doesn't look like Groucho Marx. I don't know why you think that's a good plan. <laughs> stop, stop putting your leg in my hand. <laughs> but then just as he's about to go out to the race... Um, the Florida scout from before is at the track meet looking for football players. What yeah. app? This guy, this all got so out of control. This is all such an obvious, crazy lie. Someone came in and they were like, you wrote the ending, right? And he was like, did I? He <laughs> runs the track, but the football scout is there. And Tim Tebow was like, I love it. I'm going to go 
not be gay. And I'm friends th- with Eddie George, so he will be the <laughs> scout. That's actually yeah. Eddie George. Yeah, no, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. And by the way, yes, college uh, team scout track players for to for uh, running back and, and wide receiver. Yeah, that's that, true. That's Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. He was a huge mm-hmm. track star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I thought they kept the track stars on racks at the back. Right. And no, and we rotated them in when they needed new <laughs> rails on the football. So, I loved I love one little detail here. The coach is like, no, this is a dumb plan. This is stupid, but I guess we're fucking doing it because the movie's almost done. Um, let me give you some advice. And he's like, so you're a football player, right? Imagine a track like it's four football fields. It's 400 yards ballpark. So just imagine four football fields. Like, like it was complicated otherwise. Like yeah. he was going to be confused. <laughs> right. He's like, but I don't understand distance track. as a concept. <laughs> Put it into terms I know. When you get to the end of the football field, you're going to want to stop. Don't. <laughs> Continue. You're going to think it's the end, but there's four. So it's count them in your head. Unless you're at four, don't stop. And then Honestly, you think that's his go advice. five. I'll stop you. Run real fast <laughs> until you're done running. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You also have no ACL, so everybody's going to be way ahead of you. So you can just follow them now that <laughs> I think about stop, it. When they stop, actually, when they stop, that's the end. You'll know. <laughs> that's Eli as running coach. You're going to want to run fast. Yeah. So that's I didn't every murder running the coach, coach. What and do they take do? over his life. <laughs> All right, so now they're lining up for the big race. So <laughs> the big foot race climax of this motion picture. Oh, That's but no, happening. there's more to it than just a foot race. Okay, so I read a bunch of reviews of this one going in because I hadn't seen the beginning of the movie and I was hoping somebody was going to clue me in on what happened at the beginning in one of those reviews. But even in the most apologetic trying to find the good side of this movie reviews that I found, they all were like, and then you get to the fucking race and it gets goddamn stupid. <laughs> this That's was like such the Dove a stupid review. Is this, this gets yeah, that's right. Stupid. The Dove reviews are like, and then it was <laughs> fucked. From that point on, it was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> because as Zach is running at the very same time, Davey is in the hospital dying. At the starting pistol. It is starting pistol. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was weeping with laughter at this point. And the couple next to me was weeping with weeping at this point. And it was the best. They were so mad at me because they were crying and I could tell. And I was laughing. Now just multiply that by 63 and imagine they're all 15. That's exactly what happened to me. I started cracking up when I realized this is where they went. And I was like, they're not going to let me stay to the end. They're not going to let me stay to the end. I have to stop laughing, but I couldn't (laughs) stop laughing. Oh, it was so good. And he's running the race and like the cross cut with the dying and he's running the race. And he's like, he's using the great advice from coach. He's like, all right, left turn, right. Don't stop. Don't stop. Just turn, another football third, field. Football Easy. Field. But Got then, it. but then he loses the fucking race, right? He loses the race and Davey dies. <laughs> and I would commit any number of felonies to go in and recut the movie so the credits start right there. Absolutely. That's exactly. I wrote if the screen goes black and the words <laughs> fuck God just appear on the screen, <laughs> this is my favorite movie. Oh, God, that would have been such a good ending. <laughs> <laughs> Should have prayed for an ACL. That's on you. So, okay, so now Dr- Zach's driving back home. He's all excited because the the uh, Eddie George was impressed. So he calls Nanny, and Nanny's like, that's great, but 
but <laughs> I am not going to make sure you're not driving before I tell you your brother's dead. I'm not. I'm not even going to tell you to pull over first. Oh, I, I wanted him to be leaving a message for Davey. Dude, you're going to die when you hear this. You're going to literally <laughs> die. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but he needed almost a whole scene to get over Davey's death and a montage. There's a montage of sad moments or happy moments with the brother from earlier in the movie. Yeah, uh, technically not a running montage, but it's it's almost all running stuff. There so. is running in the montage. Yeah. Uh, it's at least as much of a running montage as the running montages have been. Um, and then there's the scene where like dad and Zach are remembering Davey by the giant garbage fire that seems to go 365 days a year in their yard. <laughs> so they're sitting there with his pictures and I thought they were going to burn them. Right. Like a, like a getting over your ex thing. It's like, I don't think this is what we do <laughs> when a child <laughs> dies, dad. Nope. Throw them in. That's what I did with your mother. Just throws the body onto the fire. Okay, that was excessive. You want some nice cereal? <laughs> so, yeah, so dad gives Zach Davies Bible, and he's sure happy about that. And then he's over it, right? We cut immediately from that to Zach smiling dumbly at a football field, looking at the banner that says Davy was voted athlete of the year of the year at Bremerton High, and you thought he'd never amount to anything. <laughs> the shittiest, smallest banner ever. It is. It is too. It's this tiny little three by four banner too. It's just a fucking post it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might as well be an eight by eleven sheet of paper that's taped on three signs. <laughs> Davy's ghost hovering next to him. Ah. <laughs> They printed word art in black and white. <laughs> and also, by the way, Ginger's there as if to say, no, the writers did not forget that I existed. M2 check, in check, the check. movie. <laughs> yes. And now he's violating the First Amendment at, at a school. Well, right. Okay. So, yeah, he's sharing his testimony about yeah. how. His little brother is his hero because of how well he died. He can hold his breath like nobody's business. One <laughs> of you die right now. <laughs> God killed my brother, but in nicest way you can imagine. Like I totally really get it, though. Nice way. Uh, also, everybody needs to stop running and embrace who's chasing you. It might murder you, but still. <laughs> oh my god! So, so that's it. That so the 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 relationship between him and the girl was an analog for Jesus keeps asking us out, and we keep telling him no. Oh, we need to take the restraining order off of Jesus. That's what the movie. <laughs> I, I just got the message. Just wanted him to be like, uh, and just again, quick reminder that message: I am not the speaker for the school shooting <laughs> workshop, so do not take this advice. I just saw all you guys gathered code. together here and thought, you know, why not? Yeah, but his testimony is basically God killed my mom and my brother, and then he broke my leg at the height of my football career. He loves me. God needs to get me tooed. It's about time. <laughs> right? All right. And then Zach goes off to play for the Gators. And it's hilarious to see this kid in a, a college football uniform because he's tiny. Yeah. And then they show like other football players around him, and he's so goddamn tiny. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching my wife go out for fucking uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the football team. 
and then the movie ends, but they MCU it. Yeah. There is a Tim Tebow post credit scene. It's the of course he had to be in the movie. How many times do you think before they started shooting, Tim was like, just to be clear, I'm in the movie. And they were like, yep, we're absolutely part of the movie. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm in the movie. Tell you what, throw a spiral right now. You can be in the movie. Oh, come on. Don't be dicks. <laughs> do Does it count if it's an end over end spiral? Like if I flip it? <laughs> it's spiraling. It's spiraling. Pick six. That's a, that's a completion. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> right. All right. So I actually have a Tebow uh, question to close things off as well. I'm going with the I'm going with nine here over or under number of times Tim Tebow said, wow, this is like a real movie, huh? On this set. Apps. Oh, wow. Over. <laughs> way Far over. over. Yeah. Way over. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of Run the Race, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to set things back in motion for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, Noah, we're headed back to Nollywood with a series that's got at least six installments that I've seen on YouTube oh, no. so far. A Prayful Wife. Oh, good. Oh, like oh. playful. No, pray, like one who prays. Decidedly not a pun. Because uh, they yeah, exactly. Know that. Nollywood, I'm guessing that is not a pun. Okay. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 184 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among the ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptic Card, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Drafts on Mars. Other music was written and performed by our audio engineer Martin Clark and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. Tim Tebow went on to get out of that shitty Florida town and become a minor league outfielder for the Mets with their team in a shitty Florida town. <laughs> <laughs> and also Binghamton, New York. Yep. Where yes, Eli's from. Yep. Noah went on to have his name added to some lists in Lake City, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Zach met girls who put out in college and dropped ginger like a hot rock. We're going to get Canadian buddy houses, Morgan. You can get a Canadian buddy house, too, if you want. Morgan, you can live in my house. You want to get yourself a Canadian buddy house. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.